Hi, lovely people. How are you today? It's me, Brendan, your host with the most. Logan is not here today. He's off working at his day job, the lazy sod. <laughs> so it's just the two of us today, you and me. But uh, that's okay. We'll have some fun. So I do hope you've had a super week uh, laughing up in God's blessings, grace, and favor. <clears throat> Um, for today, I'm going to do some would you rather questions that uh, I'd originally put together to ask Logan, but that's okay. He might answer them for us at a later point. Um, and then I'm going to share with you um, a word that God's put very, very strongly in my heart as of <laughs> not very many hours ago. All right, so the first question. Would you rather be stuck in a romantic comedy with your worst enemy? <laughs> That's automatically my answer, yes. On a horror movie with your best friend? Ooh, my worst enemy. Ugh. That's probably some, like, evil baby-killing politician. Uh, I'd have to go horror movie. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be my, best, my bestie. Why wouldn't I want that? More brother-brother time. That's great. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Every language in the world. Do I honestly care that much about languages? No. And I'm a language teacher. <laughs> but I'm even less interested in the animal kingdom. I like nature shows, animals look cute, they're awesome, to God be the glory, he made them. Do I have a vested interest in animals? I don't. Dogs, can't stand them, they're needy, looking for your attention and favour. I don't give that to people, I don't give it to them. Cats, ugh, I just hate when they go slinking against your leg, uh, like you're like a, a street pole. Nonsense. Um... Would you rather always feel hungry or always feel tired? <laughs> you know what? I do always feel hungry and I've gotten by so far. Always feeling tired? Ugh. I know some people who are like that and no. When you feel exhausted, it does affect your ability to um, feel and release happiness, joy and peace. So, uh, hunger hunger all the way. Would you rather have the ability to be invisible or to read people's minds? I love both of these ideas. Throw flights in there too and throw an optic blast from my eyes. Ooh, golly. Um, you know what? I think there's actually less temptation if you have the power of invisibility. Some people might say, yeah, but in the book, The Invisible Man, he becomes a psycho and he steals and he kills and beats up people and blah, blah, blah. But I think if you can read people's minds, especially if your telepathic abilities grow to the point where you can actually affect what goes on in their heads, I think uh, uh, you would need to be very, very strong not to cross mysterious lines. Even Professor X of the X-Men has sometimes gone dark side and behaved very uh, immorally, or at least morally dubiously. So, uh, I'm gonna put a check in myself. Invisibility. 
Would you rather have a knife when you need a spoon or a spoon when you need a knife? Oh goodness. Um, I'll try eating cereal with a knife. I think that's your answer. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Would you rather live with a barnyard of animals in your home or live in the barn with the animals? Oh my goodness. I mean, I do love having a house. Having a house is great. But imagine having a house and having all these animals filthy it. No. No. Not spending 400,000 quid on a house. Just have it filled with animal crap. Would you rather have two long front teeth like a beaver <laughs> or no teeth at all? Yeah, God made teeth for a reason. Give me the beaver teeth. I think I'm already halfway there. Uh, would you rather have to use shrimp flavored toothpaste or deodorant that smells like cheese? Shrimp. I love seafood. Would you rather have 100 duck-sized elephants or one elephant-sized duck? Calm down now, let's see. Um, ooh, 100 duck-sized elephants. I could set up like my own circus and just like make an absolute fortune. That would be class. Um, maybe, you know, climb over some mountains and invade India. Historical reference, who am I referring to? The winner gets a fiver. Jokes. Would you rather listen to an annoying laugh for a whole day or get tickled for one hour? I think a lot of people listen to my annoying laugh and have listened to my annoying laugh for a whole day and they've survived. But you know what? Sometimes you just need to have a good belly laugh yourself. Tickle me for an hour and then tickle me for an extra one for free. Would you rather eat all your food with your hands or use utensils with only your non-dominant hands? Oh, jeepers. Um... Ugh. You know what? I do have some friends who eat with their hands. And initially I thought it was a bit weird, but it's slightly, maybe possibly, perhaps pretense growing on me. I would give it a try. You only live once. Usually you the bad boys. Would you rather be a kid your whole life or an adult your whole life? Oh dear. Um... Ah. Being a kid is great, but you know what? When you're an adult, you've got the potential to, you know, be a homeowner, drive your own car, um, get money <laughs> for working legally, of course. Um, yeah, it's a natural thing. Be an adult. I'm not sure being one or the other your whole life long is, is, is natural, but yeah, be an adult. I do think the perks that way. Uh, a couple of disadvantages. Would you rather a ding sound every time you wink or a pow pow sound every time you make a finger gun? Pow pow. I mean, who makes a finger gun and doesn't say pow pow? That's, that already is life. Only I assume the noise comes from all around somewhere in the cosmos rather than from your own mouth. Sure, that doesn't change anything. Would you rather speak in a baby voice for a day or be spoken to in a baby voice for a day? <laughs> speak in a baby voice. Live dangerously, live wildly. 
And people would just assume that you were like taking the mick or having a laugh. So, yeah. Why, why wouldn't you? Have the crack. Would you rather spend a day wearing wet socks, oh dear, or with the popcorn kernels stuck in your teeth? Oh, that's hard. Ugh. When I first saw the wet socks, I was thinking, no way in hell. But the popcorn kernel, that is irritating. Um, ugh. You know what? I think I would rather go splodge, 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 splodge every time I took a step than have an immovable kernel or anything between my teeth. I'm gonna go wet socks. There, I've taken 115. Would you rather kiss everyone you meet or never kiss anyone again? Um. Ugh. You know what? My surname is French. Kiss everybody. Even the Bible says, you know, greet one another with a holy kiss. I, 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 it's doctrinal. It's fine. Would you rather have a head the size of a small grapefruit or the size of a giant watermelon? Oh. Yeah. You know what? I've met people with really, really ridiculously big heads before. And I'll be honest. I only thought is there something genetically wrong with that person twice. But if you see someone with an abnormally tiny head, ugh, you start wondering what went wrong in that gestational period. Watermelon. Would you rather be a cowboy rising the bull or the clown who distracts it? I don't get the reference. The cowboy. Would you rather be followed by a band wherever you go or by someone narrating your life? Oh. Mm. Well, I kind of already narrate my life in my head, so... Variety. Give me the band. So long as they're decent and the soundtrack's on point. Would you rather get one dollar... I'm gonna say euros. Every time you compliment a stranger. Or 100 euros every time you insult a stranger. 100 for insulting. I give people magnesium white hot burns on a daily basis. It's what I do. <laughs> I try to behave myself on this channel, but in general, this tongue, it's gone places. It's, it, it said some pretty cheeky things. Would you always rather smell like garlic or a wet? Garlic. I can't stand the, sm the smell of wet dogs. I'm like, if you aren't gonna look after it, don't get one. Would you rather never get lost again or never lose your balance again? Oh. Uh, never lose my balance. Definitely. Um, getting lost, it's part of an adventure. It's fine. And listen, I've always found my way back. Even yesterday, I disappeared for like 12 hours straight. <laughs> and you know what? I still ended up at home eventually. It was okay. Would you rather give up showering or internet for a month? Internet. I've, I've gone through those kind of detoxes before. I once took an ocean and just hid away in like the Alps on the border of Germany.
Germany and Austria. I can survive without the internet. Um, being a YouTuber and podcast about might sound a bit strange. I can. Ridiculously easily, actually. Would you rather be a baby with the mind of an adult, oh dear, or an adult with the mind of a baby? Let's see, a baby with the mind of an adult. Okay, it's like Stewie from Family Guy. Or an adult mind of a baby. Oh, that sounds like something that probably has happened to somebody who's endured incredible trauma. Stewie. He seems to make it work in that cartoon that is a Christian I don't watch. Would you rather have every meal you eat for the rest of your life be too spicy or too sweet? Um, ew, spicy ice cream. That doesn't sound very good. Um, you know, I've had pizza with Nutella and strawberries, and it was actually delicious. Um, ice cream, yeah, obviously. Um, pancakes, everything I'm saying already has sugar in them. Yeah, too sweet. Would you rather have horns or a tail? Oh, jeepers. How big are the horns? Can I cover them with my hair and my fringe? Um, how big is the tail? Or how long, even? What kind of tail? Like a horse tail? A nightcrawler? Or the X-Men tail? Uh, I need more details here. Um, assuming we're talking, like, you know, devil horns and a devil tail. The horns. I think I could cover them with my hair or I'd just wear a hat all the time. Apart from when I wanted to actually terrify somebody. Would you rather wrestle a gorilla or two alligators? Oh. Ugh. Those gorillas are heavy, man. Uh, two alligators. I actually think I could win. I've watched Crocodile Dundee. I know not the same thing, but I think I could survive. I could make a good stab at it. Would you rather have a Texas accent and live in New York, or a New York accent and live in Texas? Ugh. Ugh. The New York accent, no offense to Logan, I know he's not originally from there, but he's been grafted in, is a rich accent. Uh, but you know what? I'm wealthy enough as it is, thanks, Texas. Would you rather have to always say everything that pops into your head or never be able to say what you feel? Ugh. Isn't saying everything that pops into your head like Tourette's? Um. <laughs> you know what? I typically don't tell people how I feel anyway. They just read it from my body language or I make a kind of glib, monosyllabic comment uh, to somewhat imply um, how I want people to think I feel. Yeah, the, the feelings one. Would you rather wear pants, trousers, jeans, three sizes too big, or shoes three sizes too small? I've worn smaller shoes than I should have before. I thought my parents were struggling too financially to buy me a new pair, so I just wore ones that were smaller. And I did bad, damaged my toes. Uh, yeah. Really, really big trousers. I don't really say pants here in Ireland. It kind of means underwear. Um, maybe that is the impression, but I think it means trousers. Yeah, that's why belts exist. It's fine. Would you rather work as a bouncer at a trashy nightclub 
or as a personal assistant to a high-maintenance celebrity, the PA. I would divulge all the celebrities' scandalous secrets to the media and destroy them for top dollar. Would you rather only speak in riddles or only speak in rhyme? <laughs> um, you know what? As a as a dream interpreter and uh, someone who's quite prophetic, uh, as gifted by the Lord, I already speak in riddles very often. Um, but I find that when I speak in riddles, people kind of like look sideways and they're like, I think he knows what he means. Hmm? Um, when I speak in rhyme, people are like, Oh my goodness, that rhymes. <laughs> they feel the need to actually point it out. So uh, I feel riddles. Yeah, riddles, definitely. Would you rather spend a week in the woods without a tent or a night in a real haunted house? You know what? The haunted house wouldn't actually frighten me. I've got some authority in Jesus Christ, baby. I'm not afraid to use it. And driving out demons is, is pretty normal for me anyway. Um, but a week in the woods in a tent, that could be fun. That could be really, really fun. I think the haunted house is supposed to sound scary. I think they both are. I'm looking at this from what would I enjoy more. One for me is normal, one would be an adventure. I'm gonna go with the woods without a tent. Would you rather have a food fight? Ugh, what a waste of food. Or a water balloon battle? I love water balloon battles. They are epic. Um, proper class. Food fight? It's a waste of food. I mean, if it was expired food and gone off food, we could negotiate. But in this economy, no. You don't throw food away like that. That's nonsense. Water balloon battle. Would you rather meet Bigfoot or an alien? I'm not American. Alien. Would you rather have a unibrow or no eyebrows at all? Oh, stop. Um, can I pluck the unibrow? Um, I, I try to manicure my eyebrows. Um, quite regularly, especially before going live, um, but, oh, I have no eyebrows at all, I mean, I could draw them on, but I think it might be obvious, unibrow, I just have to do some serious plucking, or wear really, really interestingly shaped visors or, or glasses, um, although I once had no eyebrows at all, I, I accidentally... Uh, shaved them off one day uh, when I was a teenager, so then I had to think of some pretty genius ways of trying to hide the, uh, my shame. But I, I go unibrow. Would you rather always forget to buy one thing at the grocery store or always buy five things you don't need? Yeah, gosh. Inflation's through the roof, people. Forget to buy the one thing that I want. Would you rather love Brussels sprouts or hate ice cream? Hold on, I, I could never hate ice cream. Love Brussels sprouts. You know, they're they're okay. I don't get the hype. I don't know why people say, Ooh, I love them. It's such an important part of Easter and Christmas. Um, I'm like, are they? And I mean, we have like chili flavored ones with bacon. It's pretty cool. What the heck happened there?
lost my suspense. There we go. <laughs> for those of you listening to the podcast, the lights just went off for some reason. I must not have moved particularly much in the last while. Um, yeah, Brussels sprites. Would you rather be covered in fur? Ugh. Like, what's his face in the Bible? Esau? Edom? Or covered in scales? Oh, dear. Um, fur. Uh, that way I could, like, you know, stay warm without the use of a water bottle. <laughs> I always have a hot water bottle, even in summer. Actually, my hot water bottle burst a couple days ago. I think I had slept with it for, like, two and a half years straight. Um, but that's okay. We had spares, so I'm, I'm good. My feet were not cold. Um, but scales? Nah. I, I've touched, like, women's purses before that were made from, like, snake skin. And, ugh, it's just such a freaky sensation. But, uh, fur? Everyone loves fur. But does that include my face? Ugh. I could get a mask made. Yeah. Fur. And 40. Would you rather need to sleep for 12 hours every day or never sleep again? I'm a dream prophet, so sleep's kind of really important to me. But I also have visions, so it's okay. Never sleep again. Um, I love being awake. Being awake is class. Uh, you never run out of things to do. There's always something fun, new, daring, exciting. I love being awake. Being awake's superb. Uh, even, like, last night, I think I got just over four hours sleep. I had to get up at 6am, and you know what? I didn't give a toss. It's fine. Being awake's awesome. So guys, there are 40 answers of mine to 40 would-you-rather questions. Uh, please let me know what your answers are at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. Uh, we do love hearing from you. Um, also, if you've got any prayer requests or the likes, do know that um, Logan and I would love to pray for you. Uh, there's unity. Um, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Take two. Where there's unity, the Lord commands a blessing. Uh, and the Lord does love when his kids dwell together in unity as well. Even if we're not dwelling together physically, um, even being on the sound, under the sound of one another's voices. Uh, in this techno age, it absolutely counts. And uh, we want to join with you in praying, you know, whether it's about job interviews or exams or um, believing for the salvation for your family and friends, send us a line. I would, would love to uh, encourage you and stand alongside you in the things of God. Um, so yeah, now we kind of get to that time when we uh, crack open the Word of God. Mark 9.50. It's quite a long one. I just want to focus on a particular part of the verse. Um, warns us not to lose our saltiness, um, but to do what we can to live in peace with others. The thing about salt is it enhances flavor and it can be a healing agent as well if you apply salt to a wound. So it's good to whet someone's appetite and it's good to heal, to restore. It's good to preserve. Think of how, you know, um, corpses, at least um, particularly in times gone by, you know, were covered in salt. 
But you need to be careful with how much salt you apply. If you're having chips and you take out, you know, you got one kilogram um, tub of salt and just pour the whole thing on, your chips will be inedible. It'll be absolutely disgusting. So we have to be wise soldiers, smart soldiers. You can have the best idea in the world, but if you don't actually present it properly, or wisely, or with the right um, people around, the correct environment, with the correct word choice, you can be shooting yourself in the foot and just setting yourself and others up for failure, or even harm. So, I had a situation several months ago at this stage, at church, where some pastors in the church and other congregants, a number of whom were in my family, four were in my family, and um, in the group, um, had suggestions and ideas and observations on performance of a certain ministry of mine, how they thought things were going, how they didn't think things were going. Their peripheral vision on, on the issue well, it was not my peripheral vision on the issue. There was a disconnect from the get-go. And offence was taken. People got hurt over it. Um, I was already dealing with work issues um, and, and other uh, concerns uh, that needed dealing with that they had known nothing about. Um, so I left it feeling very um, antagonized. Feeling like, you know, uh, people were just lining up to try and smack me down giving me all these reasons why I was the worst in the world and this, that, and the other. Um, and yeah, I, I, I was properly livid. Also, I felt that I had not been given the room uh, to actually speak more accurately um, on how things have been progressing or certain challenges in that ministry. And there were people in the room who knew the truth, who knew a lot more, who could have stood up and advocated for me, who didn't. And then there was great disappointment in that sense too. Um, also, I suppose with um, pastoral figures and bosses, summer camp leaders, kids' church teachers and facilitators, if there's a root issue in your life where you were dishonored or disrespected or let down by key figures, paternal and maternal figures in your life, it is very easy, even unconsciously, to project your desire for affirmation, validation, appreciation on everyone else in your world who happens to be in a role of authority and responsibility who's over you and even if you don't think it we can still attach those ideas to those people so it not me for six um and certain things were, were said that yeah they, they were spot on I didn't have to get my act together in certain ways other things were said that just weren't right but a grievance was taken on, on both sides involving myself and one of the uh, people in particular 
and months were spent kind of tiptoeing around one another. She wanted to give me that space to, to heal, to gather my thoughts, to come to her. Um, I became all icy and statuesque and um, cold-blooded. <laughs> Just put up a wall um, of caution. Um, and there was a, a raging river between us. I was like, in the name of Jesus, I'm okay building bridges, but you stay on your side of the river. <laughs> and... I suppose I was so consumed with how I had been affected by that meeting, or my soul infected, even, that the idea that someone else had gotten hurt on the other side of the desk, if you will, hadn't even occurred to me. And if it did at all, I, I properly didn't care. And yesterday, I didn't go to church yesterday was Sunday. I'm filming this on a Monday. Um, I was um, editing previous from Dublin to Cleveland videos and, and popping them up um, online on, on YouTube. And about 5 to 12, I got this very, very strong sense that I was to go and talk to a very certain individual. So I said, okay, God. So I got in my car, drove for a half an hour or so, met that person, and she had been going through a wretched time for about two and a half months. Um, but I had been praying for her and she was just beaming. It was like the sun was shining out of her face. She was on point and so, so appreciative of words I, I'd spoken over her and, and prayed her and for her. And after that I said, okay, happy days. Well, I'm off to the beach. <laughs> it wasn't a particularly hot day. Uh, it's February in Ireland. Um, but I was heading to this and I get some fresh air, you know, get my, get my feet wet in the sea and the sand and all this crack that I normally don't even care about. <laughs> and then the person who I had most, I suppose, fallen out with, um, on the day of the meeting that I mentioned beforehand, or beforehand, um, just said, you hi, and I said, Hi, and she asked, you know, what are you doing today? And I said, oh, I'm off to the beach. And she asked, would you like to come over for dinner? <laughs> Inside, I was like, no. But my mind said yes. And she had to ask a second time, because I think she was as shocked what, what I said as, as, as I was. <laughs> um, but I went over anyhow, and you know, we spent maybe four hours or so together. And it, it, was, it was fine. It, it was nice. It was lovely. <clears throat> But we didn't talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, avoidance is, is part of my DNA, uh, part of my biological makeup at this point. Um, but she said about six o'clock, hey, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll drive you um, back to your car, which I had actually left at church. Um, and uh, I had a Bible study planned for later on that evening. But instead of getting into my car and going home for a Bible study, and sharing the word of God and how amazing he is and how much I know of the word of God and blah blah blah. We sat together in her car for six hours. And we acknowledged what needed to be acknowledged on the infamous meeting, as I'd kind of called it in my head. And there were tears. And there were times when there were awkward silences. And then we talk into them. 
and we shone light on things the other had known absolutely nothing about. And I shared some points, and she was like, oh my goodness, I hadn't known that, no wonder you got so upset. She shared some things about how it had affected her, um, how we had been so close and God had knit our lives and our gifts um, so closely together for us to bless each other and, and, and beyond. Even others were getting in on the blessing. But because of that disconnect, other people ended up lacking and missing out, and we did too. And I found out just the, even the emotional and physical toll it had taken on her. And in sharing this, it's, it's not to say, well, one was right, one was wrong, both were right, both were wrong. But neither of us particularly showed the saltiness of God up until, up until last night. Um, in disagreements, or where people's vision or perspective on a certain thing is different. So I'm really talking about in the family and in the body of Christ, in the congregation of believers. We are to make efforts to live in peace, to live in unity, um, to bear with one another in our lack, uh, in our struggles, <laughs> in our temptations, and to do our part to be a healthy, vibrant community or network um, of, of Christ followers. And instead of taking offense with each other, to do our bit to say, I'm going to speak what's good, what's noble, what's true, what's pure, what's beautiful, what's pleasing to God. Just adding some salt. You offended me, but you absolutely love people and I've seen you bend over backwards for them. The salt of beauty. You know, I didn't really like how it was seven against one or seven against two or ten against however many. But I've seen you get it right more than I've seen you get it wrong. Add the salt of purity. Maybe someone says something and it's completely off the wall, but you know what? They're talking about something that they just didn't have a nuanced or well-rounded enough opinion or perspective to know in the first place. But you know what? They've said a heck of a lot of good things to you before, and they've helped to get you where you are in your journey with Christ. So you add the salt of appreciation. That okay, you messed up. I've messed up in times too, but you were there to carry me in those times, and I'm going to carry you through this. We all need to get better at carrying a big bucket full of salt, and especially for the people who believe the same things that we do. That Jesus Christ came, lived, and died for the forgiveness of all sins, to wash us clean. That he is daily sanctifying us more and more in the image of Father God. And the day is going to come when he will glorify us. And the day of rapture, give us new, bright, shining, three-dimensional bodies fit for eternity. And we will live forever and ever with him. First in heaven, and then on the new earth. And when you start focusing on these truths, 
what's good, what's pleasing, what's noble, what's beautiful, what's good. The times people have let us down begin to look a lot smaller. I'm not telling anyone to be a rug that someone just walks all over. I'm not telling to put up with abuse or bullying. But times when people get it wrong. Times when people misspeak. Because you know what? We all do. There are times we all get a bit tongue-tied or our word choice is just wrong. Or we're misunderstood. Or we say something that's miscommunicated um, back to someone else. But if peace is possible, we should pursue that as an option. So, in sharing this, it's not to blast anyone. It's definitely not to vindicate myself. But it's to encourage anyone who's listening who maybe has fallen out with a brother, sister, parent, uncle, aunt, friend, or leader. And you still have that little twitch in your soul telling you, forgive them, go back to them, reconcile. Speak to them, cook them dinner, write them a card, um, send them a text, whatever it is, leave a voice note. If peace is possible, pursue peace. It's not easy. And you will have every reason to convince yourself that they don't deserve it. And your mind will begin telling you, oh, you know, will they even receive it? Or they probably don't even like you. Oh, if they get a text from you, they probably won't even read it. Whatever. You're not responsible for how your imagination tells you someone is going to respond. You're responsible for showing up and showing Christ in the day you've been blessed with, with the time that you have. And I implore you to do just that. Because there's great blessing in the forgiveness and the release. I had told myself I'd forgiven these people, every single one of them. Um, I had told myself that I had released it from my soul. That's tested when you're in the same room as someone. It's tested when you're in their house and your car was left at church so you can't even escape. <laughs> it's tested when you're sitting in the same car for six hours with this person. And that's when you'll really know if the forgiveness is legit and it's gone deep. So I hope that blesses you guys. Have a super rest of your week and I look so, so forward to talking to you again soon, okay? God bless and goodbye.